Hey everyone, welcome to or welcome back to another episode. If this is your first time hearing my voice, hi, my name is Melina and welcome to the podcast. If you guys haven't already listened to my latest episode, on that episode I talked about why I wanted to start a podcast and essentially my whole thought process that went into it, the experience that I have and the skills that I've learned in my newspaper class. So if you haven't heard of that, be sure to check that out after this episode. I wanted to let you guys know that my podcast is now available on six different platforms, including but not limited to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Also, if you are not already, be sure to follow me on Instagram at bookedwithmelinapod for updates for when new episodes are published every single Tuesday. So, as you can tell by the title, I'm going to be talking about my plans for the fall slash where I'm going to be going to school in August. But I did not just want to talk about where I'm going to school because then that wouldn't be worth a full episode. So, I'm going to be going through from the time that I applied to schools to the point that I'm currently at and talk about all the different points that I went through, all the different steps that I went through to where I am now. So let's get right into it. If you guys didn't know, I recently graduated high school back in June. And if you guys did hear my first episode, I gave a recap of my senior year of high school, commemorating all of the good moments and not so good moments of my high school experience and also with how COVID came into play and how it was adjusting to online learning. So if you guys haven't heard of that episode and are interested, then go check that out also. But anyways, while summer, while we are in summer, excuse me, it has gone by pretty fast, I feel like. And I just feel like I have to start thinking about the fall because it is going by so fast and we are in the middle of July. And there are some things that I have to do to prepare before I start my classes in August. So while this is me talking to you about the applying process slash you know acceptance process and all of the steps that come after that this is also a reminder to me of everything that I did and went through and also another reminder of things I still have to do so as much as much as it is a conversation with you it's also a reminder for me so that's one of the reasons why I decided to do this episode so If you remember from my senior recap episode, I mentioned that I applied to seven Cal States, but one school in particular that I applied to was Cal State San Marcos, which is a public university in the Cal State system uh, located in San Marcos, California, which is in North San Diego. So it's entering San Diego. It's about, I would say, maybe two hour drive away from here without traffic. So it's not that bad. And one thing that I didn't know about it until I applied is that it's the 21st Cal State campus, so then it's the third newest campus in the system. And it was founded in 1989, so it actually hasn't been here for that long. And one of the reasons of how I came to applying to the school was because of the research I did last summer coming into my senior year. And I highly encourage you guys, if you are heading into your senior year, getting ready to apply to schools, then be sure to do your research beforehand because I found it very helpful to at least give me some type of idea what schools I wanted to apply to because I knew that I wasn't going to be able to apply to 15, 20 schools because 
it is honestly pretty expensive to apply to as many schools because you have to pay a fee with your application. So I wanted to give myself a rough idea based on location or interested major that I had and things like that. But I highly encourage you guys, since it is summer, to start researching now if you haven't already. And before I get into the timeline of what I went through, one thing that I want to say is that attracted me to the school was the program that they offered for the major that I was interested in, but I will get into that in a moment. So I just wanted to say that before I quickly start. So the timeline is going to start back in October because that is when I turned in my application, my Cal State application, which was due, I believe, November 30th, but I mentioned that I turned in my application end of October, beginning of November, to give myself more time. So after I turned in my application, I knew that I wasn't going to hear back until maybe February, March, because that's what my teachers had told me is the time of when schools are going to start sending emails about whether you were rejected or accepted or anything like that. So, of course, the thought was on the back of my mind of like, oh, you know, because it's always nerve wracking applying to schools, you know, if you're senior, if you've been through it. And, you know, it's one of those things where once you turn in the application, you can't really control anything else after that. You only control what you put on your application, what essays you write, what you write about, things like that. So, of course, I really had to stop thinking about it as much as I did. So I tried to do that. And then it was on December 23rd. It was early in the morning too. I wasn't even awake at that time. And I wake up that morning and I check my phone. And I usually, one of the first things that I check on my phone in the morning is my emails. Just because I'm just curious of what emails I got throughout the night. And I saw that they sent an email. And so I was like, um... I wonder what this could be about because it's a little early, you know, I had only sent in my application maybe, you know, a little bit over a month ago. And then I see that I got a congratulations email saying that I was accepted into Cal State San Marcos under the liberal studies program because that's what I applied under. So I was so happy to get my first acceptance letter because I was honestly so nervous Because you always want to get at least one acceptance letter to at least say that you got accepted into one of the schools you applied to. So that was probably my biggest worry is to get accepted to at least one school. So I ended up getting accepted to Cal State San Marcos. And I believe it was one of the first, if not the first school that accepted me. So I was like, okay, at least, you know, if I don't get accepted to any other schools, then, you know, we'll see where we're at. So... So like I mentioned, I was accepted under the liberal studies program. And if you guys don't know, that's the major intended if you want to become a teacher. So so as of right now, I do want to become an elementary school teacher once I finish college and graduate. And I knew I've always wanted to be a teacher since about the eighth grade, I believe. And I do love children and I do love the idea of working with children as a career, doing something like that for the rest of my life, if you, if that makes sense, if you know what I mean. And I don't know if I want to do an episode dedicated to uh, why I want to become a teacher, but I don't want to get too in-depth about it now, because that's my 
idea right now. I mean, of course, things could change, but as of right now, I do want to come become a teacher. So stay tuned for that episode if it does happen. I don't know if it will, but I'm still thinking about it. And specifically in the liberal studies major, there's two different programs, two different paths that you can go through if you want to become a teacher, if you want to go down that route. And under the liberal studies major, there are individual programs that are different from each other. So then I decided to apply to the ITEP program, which stands for the Integrated Teacher Education Program. And what's different and unique about this program that attracted me to apply to the school in the first place was that by the time you graduate within the four years is, you know, the estimated time that you should graduate. Of course, people stay in there longer. They decide to graduate early, but four years is your typical timeline. But by the time you graduate high school in four years, you not only have your bachelor's degree in liberal studies, but you'll also have your teaching credential. So then the plan would be is once you graduate, you're able to go into teaching full time instead of after you graduate, you have to wait a year and do your teaching credential, which takes an estimated year. And then after that, you can start teaching. So essentially with this program, it saves you a year and instead you can go into teaching in the classroom a year faster than other teachers but then also you have to take into account if you want to go ahead and get a master's then that's up to you and that takes you know an estimated two years also so that was one of the things that I found very unique about the school and I don't know how many other schools offer it I saw some other schools uh like if well while I was doing my research because I did my research based on my interest in major because I was lucky enough to know what major I wanted to go into applying to schools back in October. So so that's a little overview of the program that I'm going into in this upcoming fall semester, but I don't declare my major or the program that I'm in, I believe, until the end of my sophomore year because it's more of a fast-paced, fast-track program. That would require me to take summer classes also. So that's where I'm at right now with what I'm studying. So then after I found out that I got accepted into the school, I knew that if I wanted to take this school into consideration of a school that I wanted to go to, I knew that I had to go ahead and sign up for a tour to go visit the campus to go see if I like it or if I to see if, you know, what the potential is. So I ended up signing up for a tour, and the tour, I believe, was on February 17th, so not long after I was accepted. I wanted to go tour the campus right away to get, you know, the feel for it. And I can honestly say that when I went to go tour the campus, I absolutely fell in love with the school because I'll list off of reasons why a little in a moment, but I don't know. I just felt like that school fit what I was looking for and I don't know I felt at home and there's always that thing that they say when you go to a campus like you know it's the one because of your gut feeling or what you you know your subconscious thinking or you know whatever that may be but I honestly felt like I found the school that I was looking for and it was also the first school I toured out of the seven that I applied to so I was thinking like wow why do I feel so good about this school I mean I still haven't toured any of the other campuses or have heard from any of the other schools or taken any of them into consideration. So then I was so happy to feel 
that if I didn't get accepted to any other schools or, you know, that I really had a solid choice to look on at Cal State San Marcos. So I did keep Cal State San Marcos on the very top of my list throughout this whole process. And a couple of the reasons why I liked the school so much after I went to go tour it, uh, number one, like I mentioned, the program, because I found it very unique and fitted to what I was looking for as of right now, currently, you know, and what I want to study and eventually what I want to go into a career as. And another reason is the location. I mentioned that it's located in San Marcos, which is in North San Diego, and I knew applying to schools. I didn't want to apply to any schools out of state or nothing like that because I knew I would get homesick. So I wanted to stay in state, but then also I didn't want to go as far either. So then I wasn't going to apply to schools that were like up north five, six hours away because I wanted to be close to my family. But then I did want to apply to schools with a bit of distance because I knew that a part of the college experience I wanted to have was to dorm and live on your own. So I feel like two hours, between two to three hours is a good distance if you still want to stay close to home, but then also want to have that on-campus living experience. So that was my thought process of that. Another reason is the size of the school. One of the things that I liked was I consider San Marcos uh, like a medium-sized school because they have about a little bit over 14,000 kids, which is not too small, not too big, because I applied to a wide range of different sizes of schools. Uh, one school I applied to had maybe, you know, 4,000 kids, and then another school I applied to had over 30,000 kids. So I think I did good. I didn't plan on on it when I was applying, but I think I did good in applying to a wide variety of schools. And that was one of the things I liked about it because I didn't want to go to a really small school, but then also I wanted to, I wanted it to feel like they knew who I was and that I wasn't just a number or, you know, or it felt like, you know, a bit of a community. So that's what I thought. Another reason why I liked the school was because after the tour, we we had the opportunity to go get a housing tour of the dorms because I knew that was what I wanted to do. So I had to get an idea of what the dorms look like. And one thing that I didn't know until I went on the housing tour is that for their living, they offer living in apartments, which was a plus for me, obviously, because apartments were going to be bigger than dorms. And then you had the opportunity to you know, live with other people in the apartment. And then the apartment also comes with a living room and a kitchen that you share with your other roommates. So then you have the opportunity to cook uh, your meals whenever you want to, to go, you know, to the store instead of having to go to the dining hall and having to pay for your meals every single day where it might not be the healthiest or, you know, after a while, you might get sick and tired of the food at school and you want to make something, you know, on your own. So I found that really 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 helpful and I found that was one of the things I really liked and one last reason why I liked the school was I felt like it was a more affordable school than say your UCs or your privates obviously because I apply I decided to apply to Cal States because I found those schools more affordable for my situation so 
Of course, you know, it's not always going to be the same price, but to give you guys like a rough idea on the internet, if you just search up what the tuition would be at Cal State San Marcos, it's a little bit over 20000 I would say between 20000 to 25000 a year, which I find very reasonable because I would say your average cost of tuition at other schools would be maybe between thirty five and 40000 which is a lot, don't get me wrong, you know, without financial aid or scholarships or anything like that. So yeah, that was another thing that attracted me to the school also. And not to get sidetracked or any, anything, but meanwhile, I was getting my emails back from schools or touring schools and all that. I could really picture myself, you know, going to school, whatever school it may be at the time, because I hadn't decided on which one, but I had really... It, it had felt very real, the fact that I was going to be leaving and I wasn't going to be at home anymore. So I kind of got really excited and I started binge watching so many move-in vlogs on YouTube. I don't know if you guys have done that too, but I was getting so obsessed. I didn't start making a list, but I was going to start making, you know, a list of all the things I was going to need for my dorm or apartment for, you know, me specifically. And, you know, all of the things that come on move-in day, you know, how the drive over there and checking in and all that stuff. So then I started getting excited about this whole process. And after talking it over with my parents, you know, weighing out the pros and cons of the schools that I did get accepted to and considering every single factor, I decided to confirm my admission to Cal State San Marcos on, I believe it was April 13th. So it was during... At this point, we were already adjusted to online school, but I was busy during the week, you know, getting my assignments done and whatnot. So I decided to wait until my quote unquote spring break. So then that whole week, our teachers didn't assign us anything. So then I decided to sit down, you know, log into my portal, things like that, and confirm my admission. I was so excited to say that. I was going to be going to Cal State San Marcos in the fall. And if you guys didn't know when you confirm your acceptance, I believe you have to pay a deposit of $150 also for them to save your spot. So I knew I wanted to do it as soon as possible because I wanted to save my spot. And I think the deadline for it, originally it was June 1st, but because of everything with COVID and they knew like other campuses also, not only San Marcos, but they knew that all the students doing online learning, they suspected that they were going to need more time to come up with a decision of what school they were going to go to. So they extended it to June 15th. And anyway, so I wanted to send in my deposit as soon as possible, save my spot. And I knew that I wanted to do that because the next step would be to apply for housing. And that was a whole separate process in itself that I wasn't aware of until I went through it. But I knew that I wanted to apply for housing as soon as possible because while they do have apartment, they have two different apartment complexes, sorry, they don't have a lot of different apartments. So then I knew I wanted to save my spot as soon as possible and get the layout that I wanted. So after that, I filled out an app, a housing application. Sorry, I can't speak today. But I had to choose where I wanted to live. It was either the, I think, University Village Apartments, UVA, they call it, or the Quad. I ended up choosing 
UVA apartments because they said that majority of freshmen lived there. So I felt like I wanted to connect with more freshmen my first year because I was going to be a freshman my freshman myself and we were going to be in the same boat. And the quad is more for upper upperclassmen. But then again, you can choose wherever you want to live. It's not specific to one grade. So I ended up having to talk with my parents again what layout I want uh, because you can choose how many people you want in your apartment and who's in your apartment. And I think they offer between having four people or six people in your apartment, depending on what you want. And then also you can choose whether you live in a single, double, or a triple. So the difference would be if you're living by yourself in your room or you have one or two other people in that room. So I ended up choosing a six-person apartment and I would be living with one other person in the room, so another roommate. And one thing that I didn't know about this whole housing process was that you had to sign a license agreement, which to sum it up is basically saying that you were going to follow the rules of the apartment complex, you know, not cause any trouble, like making sure you're keeping your apartment clean, maintaining it, things like that, and that they were going to do like check-ins every so often and other things of that matter. So that's one thing you had to do. And with that license agreement, you had to pay an administrative fee with it, which was $300. And I was like, okay, that's a lot, but whatever. So so then once I applied for housing, after that, I had to wait for them to respond back. And the next step was signing up for orientation. And I had heard like, you know, years back, it's like, I had heard that orientation is one of the first places that you have the opportunity to make friends because you're socializing with other freshmen, you know, you're doing activities, they're showing you the sc- around the school, they're telling you all this important information, and so it was going to be very informative, but also an opportunity to socialize with other kids that were going to be in your class. But unfortunately, because we were in the middle of COVID, they decided to make the orientation online, as I'm sure like other campuses. So I was kind of bummed out about that, that I wasn't going to be able to go to orientation physically. But then also I knew it wasn't as a big deal as if we were to go online in the fall. So I was more worried about that than orientation. So I ended up scheduling a day for orientation it's going to be online it's going to be over zoom so they're going to do like online presentations and things like that so after I got my response back from the housing office that I was approved for my layout and that there was going to be room for me in you know the six-person apartment things like that the next step I had to go through was looking for a roommate and at first I was like how am I going to find a roommate if I don't even know who's going to the school So fortunately, the school has this system of looking for your roommates called My College Roomie, which is a website that you go in and you log in with your student ID and you create your profile. And on there, you're basically, you know, looking for roommates as with only the information of if they have their picture. So, you know, their face and what they have on their profile, like, oh, you know, I'm going to be a freshman this year. I'm living in a four-person apartment in a double. You know, I'm looking for a roommate. I'm going to be, you know, such and such major, things like that. So you really had to go in with, you know, only what you saw and, you know, consider the fact that that if you could live with that person, essentially. 
So that was something that was different for me because I was like, first, I didn't know how to work that whole my college roomie, but then also putting myself out there to be like, oh, you know, hey, you know, what's your name? You know, like trying to spark up conversation because trying to spark up conversation in order to be like, oh, you know, do I vibe well with this person, you know, just through conversation without meeting them in person? You know, do I see them as someone I could live with based on our match? Because while I was setting up my profile, I had to fill out this like questionnaire of things that I want in my roommate. Like, for example, are, you know, are you the type of person that goes to sleep early? You know, uh, do you like, you know, people coming to visit so if your roommate brings you know their family you know are you okay with that and things all sorts of things like that that I had never taken into consideration until I did that questionnaire so it was kind of intimidating but whatever but to sum that up I knew that I was going to have to be looking out for potential roommates and I knew that I just had to set up my profile and you know, leave it at that. And I was going to be, you know, checking regularly to see if new people are added and who's available and things like that. So then a little bit of time goes by and I believe on May 12th was when the school sent out an email saying that all lecture-based classes were going to be online and only there was only going to be certain in-person courses offered such as labs that require you to be in person only those were going to be offered in class but a majority of the classes were going to be online this fall semester and I was pretty devastated to find out that we were going to be online because I was really looking forward to you know your typical first year of college things such as you know move-in day you know, all the back-to-school activities that they offer the first week of school, you know, living with your roommates, getting to know your roommates, and, you know, really the normal-slash-typical college experience. So, I mean, that did put a dent in my plans, and I knew that I had to adjust right away, think of plan, you know, B, C, and D of what I wanted to do. And I'm, I like change, but it's difficult for me to adjust to change sometimes. And with something like this, because of COVID, I had the thought on the back of my mind, but I'm the type of hopeful slash optimistic person that was like, oh, you know, things are going to get better and we're going to be able to move in in August. Don't worry, because we don't go until the end of August. So I was like, okay, you know, we got time. We're not going to we're you know we're good we're chilling you know but I don't know I mean I was really you know bummed out but I knew I just had to start thinking you know ahead of what I wanted to do and so then the next thing that crossed my mind was like okay so if we're gonna have classes online what's the housing situation gonna be like because I had applied to move into my apartment coming you know August 20 something and you know, am I going to be stuck in my apartment, you know, all day, but just doing classes online like I've been doing, you know, for a couple months now and with the rest of my high school year. So then all these thoughts were coming across my mind. And in the email, they said that on on campus housing was going to be offered, but with decreased density. So even less apartments were going to be, you know, occupied with students to to 
what is it, uh, maximize the social distancing. And also they were going to increase restrictions and safety measures so that, you know, just so that everybody's safe because, you know, with all this COVID stuff going on. So then the next day, May 13th, the housing office sends an email regarding what the move-in situation is going to be like, and they give us two options. They give us the option to either cancel the license agreement by such date, and you will get your refund of the administrative fee. So that means you will lose your spot and, you know, you'll stay home for the fall semester. Or you can maintain the license agreement, but then also most most likely you won't have the layout you want, the layout you originally applied for. And they said that most likely you won't have all six people or all four people in your apartment, or you won't have the other person in the same room with you. So they weren't going to offer, I think, triples or quads, and they were going to only offer singles or doubles if likely, depending on how many people wanted to still move in because of COVID. So after talking about it with my parents and weighing out the options of what would be best for me, I decided that I would stay home this fall semester. And the reason why I came to the conclusion that it would be best for me to stay home this semester is because while I did want to move in and with all of this COVID stuff and changing everything up and taking away some of the things that I wanted, I could have let my thoughts get the better of me and be like, oh no, I'm not going to let COVID you know, interrupt my move-in experience, my first-year experience, and I'm going to move in anyways. It wasn't the most logical way of thinking. So instead of thinking that way, I thought realistically where, okay, so after I did move in, not just, you know, the first move-in day experience, but after I move in, what are my days going to look like? Because since all of the lecture classes are going to be online, it's most likely that I'll be in my apartment majority of the day and I was like I was thinking I'm like do I see myself living in my apartment almost you know all day and then they mentioned that with restrictions in place they since it is an apartment complex they have a pool and like a little mini gym also and they said those facilities were going to be closed also so I'm like when would I have the opportunity to leave my apartment you know because There wouldn't be much to do with the restrictions in place and with an area that I don't recognize that I, you know, don't know enough of to be like, oh, you know, there's places that I can go and things like that. So it was just more logical for me to stay home this semester and be able to focus on my classes with a space that I'm comfortable in that I know very well. And, you know, that I'm able to cook for myself or, you know, whatnot and take care of myself and things like that. So that is what I decided. So I will be home this semester. I know like many of you and while it is different, we didn't plan it. You know, that's the way things go. We have to adjust to change. I'll be the first to tell you that, you know, I don't like change, but I know we have to learn to adjust to change. So then after that, it really hit me that I was like, okay, you know, things aren't going to change for the time being. And this was the plan, you know, at least for this semester that I was going to be home. And hopefully, you know, me personally, hopefully, you know, 
things do get better with the cases of COVID and they start to decrease and the amount of people infected starts to decrease overall worldwide and hopefully by the time the spring semester comes I'll be able to move in you know God willing so after that I think it was they sent an email I want to say maybe end of May about enrolling in classes so forget about all this housing and going online because I was like okay now I have to worry about enrolling in classes and what classes I was going to take so I was like okay you know forget that I've thought about it but I was like okay like now what do I do because I was very intimidated by the fact of what classes I'm going to take I don't know any classes they offered how much help help am I going to get am I going to have to call you know an admission counselor and be able to talk over with so that I can decide what classes I want to take so all of these thoughts were come coming through my mind and I logged into my portal and one of the nice things about it is on the portal they have your degree planner for you so that's why they have you apply with an intended major while you're not declaring it at that time they have the interested major so that you can see what classes you're going to be taking throughout all four years of college and what the timeline would look like so if you know you take these many classes this semester these many units you'll be done typically if you do you know take all those classes you'll be done by you know spring 2024 for example so then looking at what my degree planner said I was playing around on there and they gave you the option to add a minor if you wanted to. So then I went on their website looking at their course catalog for this upcoming year, looking at the different minors they offer just to you know, have a glance because I'm curious, you know. I didn't I had never thought about, you know, taking a minor, but I mean, who knows, you know. So then there was one minor in particular that interests me, which was psychological science. And I went over what classes you were going to be taking. And a lot of them were psychology classes. And me personally, I like psychology. It's fascinating to me. It interested me because I did take a psychology class back in high school, my junior year. And I loved my teacher. She was so good. She very much attracted me to the subject itself and I was very interested about learning more so then I knew that I wanted to take some psychology classes in high school I'm sorry not in high school in college but then looking at the minors they offer I was like okay I could have an option of taking psychology classes and then getting a minor in psychological science so then I put that as an option on my portal of course I can take off the minor as well so that's where I'm at right now currently I'm going in as a liberal studies major in that program that I mentioned earlier, but then also with a minor in psychological science. So then after adding a minor, I knew that I had to get looking on what classes I was going to put in my schedule for this semester. And they gave me an allotted time slot of enrolling in classes at a certain time so that not everybody's enrolling at the same exact time on June 15th. So I prepared beforehand. I say want to say a week beforehand so I could have it fresh in my mind going through looking at what they believed I should take this fall semester and a lot of them were general ed course you know like you guys already know your freshman year majority of your classes are going to be general ed the core requirements that you're going to need to graduate and you don't take you know your classes intended to your major until maybe you know, sophomore junior year when you declare 
So then for this semester, the target units that they want us to take is 18, which would be a total of six classes. But I remember that they said that five classes is what it would take to be a full-time student. But with going online, I don't know if how that's going to work. So, so I still haven't decided currently whether I want to take five or six classes. I don't know how much of the course load difference that would be, especially since I'm going to be at home. So for right now, currently... I ended up getting four out of the five classes out of the five classes I wanted to choose. So the four classes that I plan on taking come August are one oral communication, second world regional geography, third intro to critical education, and fourth math for K through eight teachers. And I'm still waiting on the wait list for one of my classes in particular, my Spanish class that I have to take because I do have to take. I believe one year of a language and like I said I haven't decided if I want to take six classes or not so that's where I'm at with my schedule and I wanted to share that with you guys so that brings us to where I'm at currently right now what day is it today it's July 17th so now that I've rambled on for who knows how long you've basically heard my whole process of all of the steps that I went through to applying to getting accepted, to touring the campus, to applying for housing, to signing up for orientation, to enrolling in classes. And it does sound really intimidating. I do understand that. And it was intimidating for me having not gone through it also. So I was just going through the process, going through the steps as they come and learning myself. So I don't want that to scare you guys. For those of you who are maybe, you know, coming into your senior year now, Um, getting ready to apply to schools. I don't know how different it would be because of now you have to take into account COVID. Um, But I wanted to give you guys a rough idea of what it looked like, the application process and everything after that, and my personal experience and what I thought about it. So to sum up everything that I talked about, I wanted to say, you know, really quickly that with all of this stuff, you know, going on in the world right now, and how things are so unpredictable right now. You have to learn that you have to make the best out of a situation, whether you know it doesn't come out the way you want or it doesn't come out the way you planned. Because, I mean, if you ask me, I had things planned, maybe not like set in stone, but I had things planned since October. And, you know, I was constantly thinking about what my next steps were going to be, what I was going to do, what I was thinking and all this stuff. So, I mean... Once COVID came into play, then I knew that I had to change up my plans. And while I didn't like the fact that it changed my plans, because there's a reason why you set plans in the first place, I knew that I had to embrace the change as soon as possible and adjust to it as soon as possible and think of plan B, C, and D. But overall, I needed to look on the bright side. And I think that's one piece of advice that you guys could take into account if you haven't already, having gone through, you know, the past couple months living with COVID is you have to look on the bright side of things because, I mean, you know, without that, you're constantly going to be thinking about all the negative. It's going to mess, you know, with your mind, your, you know, mental state, your mental health in general. And I'm the type of person that's an optimistic one. So, I mean, you don't have to always be optimistic. I choose to be optimistic to see the bright side of things to see the hope you know in anything and 
hopefully, you know, in-person courses can return coming spring. And my plan would be to move in, you know, coming spring. Well, it's not what I planned. You know, I still want to move in. I still want to live on campus. I still want to get the on-campus living experience, get the full college experience like I've always wanted, like I've always dreamt through. You know, I've dreamed of going to college, going to university since, I don't know, maybe... I want to say maybe the sixth or seventh grade, you know, I knew from, how old are you when you're in sixth or seventh grade? I want to say maybe like 13, 14, but I knew from the age of 13 that I wanted to go to college. And while I didn't know what college I wanted to go to at the time, because you hear, you know, other people that have their dream schools set in stone since their freshman year, you know, their parents went to the schools, their relatives went to the school, and, you know, they want to go to the school. So, I mean, at the time, I didn't have a dream school, but I knew that my dream was to go to college because I wanted to have the opportunity to further my education, to see where it takes me to have the college experience because I was raised from both of my parents that I was going to go to college. And it wasn't only their choice. It was mostly my choice that I wanted to go because I knew that I wanted to be teacher and that being a teacher requires you to go to college. Not only high school requires a bachelor's degree and a teaching credential. And if you want to go further, a master's, a master's degree. And I'm so happy to say that my dream is coming true and I'm going to college, you know, despite the fact that we're living, you know, in a pandemic right now, but I have worked so hard these past four years of high school that it's all paid off and, you know, I can say that I'm going to Cal State San Marcos uh, in the fall online. I'm going to be a freshman in college, so, you know, I can't, I can't wait, you know, I'm excited, you know, I'm I'm the type of student that, you know, likes to learn and likes to challenge myself. So, I mean, I've heard a lot of things about college courses, that college is a little bit more difficult than high school. And, you know, I feel like I'm ready. You know, I feel like the past four years has prepared me for this point, And I'm just excited to start this new chapter of my life, to start, you know, this journey. And I'm just excited to start in general. So, so I think that is about it for this episode. I talked a lot, so I'm a little bit out of breath, to be honest, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I want to thank you all for listening, for going, you know, back in time with me talking about my process, and if you guys haven't already, be sure to follow me on Instagram at bookedwithmelinapod for updates of when new episodes are published every single Tuesday. Don't forget, I publish episodes every single Tuesday, and I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.